Welcome back to Mark's Madness. I really, we should just really record that and then we don't ever have to do it again. Um, <laughs> and just add addendum but onto it's, the. It's, it's, it's my, like, it gets me in the mood. Oh, does it? Does yes. it get you in the mood? In the mood. That's weird. That's playing some slow oh, music oh, that Marvin Gaye going. Don't do, don't do that. <laughs> this is the second episode of the recording session, which means there are no more corrections that need to be made. We're perfect. We haven't yes. done anything it wrong. It also means I still have the consumption, but I've had uh, more Yeah, beer. it also means Nathan will, you'll hear a lot of Nathan reading a lot of Dathan, uh, David, Dathan. Holy crap, that's worse. <laughs> the fuck is Dathan? Well, it's not as bad as your what is to be done foundation, what is Leninism hybrid from last week. I swear to God, week. though, I just oh, you're gonna up, Google. there is another style of what is Leninism. There is, so there's foundations of Leninism and what is Leninism? I swear to God. If there is, I'm canceling Stalin because that's just redundant at that point. Oh, oh, and, and foundations of Leninism is the good one. I've read them both and what is Leninism confused me if I, unless I'm getting the thing mixed up. Uh, what, what is, is Leninism, Leninism does Stalin? not bring up a book. It's, okay, then there's a different... It's just foundations of Leninism. Okay, there's different Stalin... Stalin book that has Leninism in the title. I, I, but I'm telling you, there's two. <laughs> okay. All right, you, you find that great white whale, buddy. In the meantime, <laughs> all this taking stock of the situation, this enlightening of consciousness, and this advance in the knowledge of the history of societies are only possible with the... Didn't get there. Nope. Pop. How did that even happen? All right. Pop again. All of this taking stock of this situation, this enlightening of consciousness, and this advance in the knowledge of the history of societies are only possible within the framework of an organization and inside the structure of a people. Such an organizing is set afoot by the use of revolutionary elements coming from the towns at the beginning of the rising, together with those rebels who go down into the country as the fight goes on. It is this core which constitutes the embryonic political organization of the rebellion. But on the other hand, the peasants, who are all the time adding to their knowledge and the light of experience, will come to show themselves capable of directing the people's struggle. Between the nation on a wartime footing and its leaders, there is established a mutual current of enlightenment and enrichment. Traditional institutions are reinforced, deepened, and sometimes literally transformed. The tribunals which settle disputes, the dejemas, and the village assemblies turn into revolutional Revolutional tribunals. He said revolutional, not me. <laughs> and political and military committees. Not my word. That was not me. That's off and on. You can take it up with him. In each fighting group and in every village, hosts of political commissars spring up. And the people who are beginning to splinter upon the reefs of misunderstanding will be shown their bearings by these political pilots. That's... I. I want that to be my title in the revolution, political pilot. This is your political pilot, Nathan, speaking. Yeah, I'm just coming down here, coming on right down over this revolution. Thus, the latter will not be afraid to tackle problems which, if left unclarified, would contribute to the bewilderment of the people. The rebel in arms is, in fact, vexed to see that many natives go on living their lives in the towns as if there were strangers to everything taking place in the mountains, and as if they failed to realize that the essential movement for freedom has begun. The towns keep silent, and their continuing their daily humdrum life gives the peasant the bitter impression that a whole sector of the nation is content to sit on the sideline. Such proofs of ind indifference disgust the peasants and strengthen their tendency to condemn the townsfolk as a whole. The political educator ought to lead them to modify this attitude by getting them to understand that certain fractions of the population have particular interests, and that these do not always coincide with the national interest. 
The people will thus come to understand that national independence sheds light upon many facts which are sometimes divergent and antagonistic. Such a taking stock of the situation at this precise moment of the struggle is decisive, for it allows the people to pass from total indiscriminating nationalism to social and economic awareness. The people who at the beginning of the struggle had adopted the primitive Manchianism of the settler, blacks and whites, Arabs and Christians, realize as they go along that it sometimes happens that you get blacks who are whiter than the whites, and that the fact of having a national flag and the hope of an independent nation does not always tempt certain strata of the population to give up their interests or privileges. The people come to realize that natives like themselves do not lose sight of the main chance, but quite on the contrary, seem to make use of the war in order to strengthen their material situation and their growing power. Certain natives continue to profiteer and to exploit the war, making their gains at the expense of the people, who as usual are prepared to sacrifice everything and water their native soil with their blood. The militant who faces the colonialist war machine with the bare minimum of arms realizes that while he is breaking down colonial oppression, he is building up automatically yet another system of exploitation. This discovery is unpleasant, bitter, and sickening. And yet everything seemed to be so simple before. The bad people were on one side and the good on the other. The clear, unreal, idyllic light of the beginning is followed by a semi-darkness that bewilders the senses. It's a good enough stopping point right there. It, yeah. Yeah, there's, 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 this is not going to be black and white, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of shifty characters. and Trotsky! Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I think I just broke the crap. levels off of that one. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, might, might be some clipping there, but, uh, you know, the, the, the big T. Big T word. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you you well, who was it that was um it was Trotsky. In, it was Trotsky. No, 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 no. Uh second in command uh uh with Thomas Sankara and Sankara's father. Uh he was the one that killed Sankara and Sankara's father said when Sankara died that he lost, lost two, two sons, sons that, that day. day. Yeah, no, I, I know the I know that is an anecdotal story, but I don't yeah. know that guy. Um so I mean that guy. It's, it's yeah, I mean absolutely. It's the so, guy that murks Sankara. I I think beyond that there's there's several contemporary examples, but we've done enough as white people <laughs> to really yeah. stop pointing out all the other Don't you know, do bad that. black people. We've done another. there. But, Don't do that. You know, yeah. The people find out that the iniquitous fact of exploitation can wear a black face or an Arab one, and they raise the cry of treason. But the cry is mistaken, and the mistake must be corrected. The treason is not national. It is social. The people must be ta- taught to cry stop thief in the weary road towards rational knowledge the people must also give up their too simple conception of their overlords the species is breaking up under their very eyes as they look around they notice that certain settlers do not join in the general guilty hysteria there are differences in the same species such men who before were included without distinction and indiscriminately in the monolithic mass of the foreigners presence actually go so far as to condemn the colonial war the scandal explodes when the prototypes of this division of this species go over to the enemy, become small N-word, or Arabs, and accept suffering, torture, and death. Such examples disarm the general hatred that the native feels toward the foreign settlement. The native surrounds these few men with warm affection and tends by a kind of emotional overvaluation to place absolute confidence in them. In the mother country, once looked upon by a blood, as a bloodthirsty and implacable stepmother, many voices are raised. Some of those prom- of prominent citizens in condemnation of the policy of war that their government is following, advising that the national will of the colonized people should be taken into consideration. Certain soldiers 
soldiers desert from the colonialist ranks. Others explicitly refuse to fight against the people's liberty and go to prison for the sake of the right of that people to independence and self-government. Yeah. Step. <laughs> oh, I was going to stop, but not okay. for the reason you want to. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Rubs hands menacingly. Oh, God. But I know, I mean, that that's something that we're going to have to... Understand? Is it is it wrong that he's talking about these settlers being deserters? No, that's the right thing for them to do. That's mm-hmm. something they should do and they should aspire to do. Yep. But there is absolutely an issue of too high of a placement for for people that go over to the other side, and you can see that in all kinds of aspects. You know, I mean, you can see that in wealthy people uh, and celebrities sticking up for the poor, and then they place it way too high of a pedestal. You can see that as, like, ex-cops and ex-military that, that turns socialist being put at too high of a pedestal. Um, you know, you can you can even see that, again, like he's explicitly talking about with white colonizers by the colonized. And so absolutely that is what those people should be doing. But it can't be pedestaled and and if it is it's bad it's going to stem off revolutionary stature it is that being said Fanon said that mm, people of a colonizing military can be revolutionary and can't come over to the right side and make the right assessment so we should be welcome to those people wanting to enter our midst as well would we say would we say are you saying Fanon's wrong are you you gonna say Fanon's wrong (sighs) sucks doesn't it it hurts it's hard. I, it's it's not it's not that it's simple difficult. of an analysis. Ah, Fanon said so. It is not a simple analysis. This is where me and Nathan are very different. By the we're way. not this, very different. We just have we, a minor point of contention. We do have a minor point of contention. A minor point. It's our it's biggest contend- point of contention. It's a, it's a point of contention that David has essentially made up whole cloth. Like I'm just saying, we shouldn't murder <laughs> military people when they come over. Yeah, no. Uh, said um, it, it. It's not what is Leninism. <laughs> it is concerning questions of Leninism. That that's not none of the same words are there except the word Lenin. Yeah, and that's so, that's not even a little bit fair. Yeah, I'm also pretty sure that that's a repeat of Foundations of Leninism. I'm pretty sure it that's is, the response to people's response, response to Foundations of that Leninism. That is what it is, yes. It's, not it's a, a response repeat, to a response. 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 Yes. yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. response third way down. Yeah. Okay. The settler is not simply the man who must be killed. Many members of the mass of the colonialists reveal themselves to be much, much nearer to the national struggle than certain sons of the nation. The barriers of blood and race prejudice are broken down on both sides. In the same way, not every small N or mo- Muslim? Muslim, yeah, that's the... I've never seen it spelled that way. Uh, that is usually the kind of vulgar, derogatory way to Oh, spell it. okay, okay. Well, then, uh, then, then clap back because we're editing that out. In the same way, not every small N-word and or small derogatory towards uh, our Muslim friends is issued automatically a hallmark of genuineness, and the gun or the knife is not inevitably reached for when a settler makes his appearance. See, David, we're talking about we're talking about nuance here. We're talking about we don't just stab him in the throat, but we don't just welcome him in wholeheartedly. There's yeah. a middle ground. It's okay. We yeah. all we all can yeah. agree. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Consciousness slowly dawns upon truths that are only partial, limited, and unstable. As we may surmise, all this is very difficult. 
the task of bringing the people to maturity will be made easier by the thoroughness of the organization and by the high intellectual level of its leaders. The force of intellect increases and becomes more elaborate as the struggle goes on. As the enemy increases, his maneuvers and his victories are gained and defeats suffered. Like Mao said, defeat is a form of you know learning. It's a form of progress. Mm-hmm. You move forward. Absolutely. The leaders show their power and authority by criticizing mistakes, using every appraisal of past conduct to bring the lesson home, and thus ensure fresh conditions for, pro- for progress. Each local ebb of the tide will be used to review the question from the standpoint of all villages and of all political networks. The rebellion gives proof of its rational basis and expresses its maturity each time that it uses a particular case to advance the people's awareness. In defiance of those inside the movement who tend to think that shades of meaning constitute dangers and drive wedges into a solid block of popular opinion, the leaders stand firm upon those principles that have been sifted out in the national struggle and in the worldwide struggle of mankind for his freedom. There exists a brutality of thought and a mistrust of subtlety, which are typical of revolutions, but there are also exists another kind of brutality, which is astonishing like the first, which is typically anti-revolutionary, hazardous, and anarchist. Yeah, he, he no. mixed anarchist and anti-revolutionary right in there. And I don't... He went right for the balls. He did, and I... I don't know. I don't. No, think that's... I anarchists are comrades, but the... I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna take a I shot. Think, There's no I, reason. I to. think he's gunning for anarchist, as in disorganized, like anti-party. Well, I mean, this whole thing's on spontaneity. It's weak, and it's weakness. Yeah, I mean, he. So... It's pretty obvious. Fanon has a particular bent when it comes to the concept of spontaneity. Right. You could also look at it as three different tiers. Right. He went anti-revolutionary, and then hazardous, hazardous. and then anarchist. So it's like really yeah. bad, pretty bad, still not good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 past that beef. This unmixed and total brutality, if not immediately combated, inev- invariably leads to the defeat of the movement within a few weeks. The nationalist militia, who had fled from the town in disgust at the demagogic and reformist maneuvers of the leaders there, disappointed by political life, discovers in real action a new form of political activity, which in no way resembles the old. These politics are the politics of leaders and organizers living inside history who take the lead with their brains and their muscles in the fight for freedom. These politics are national, revolutionary, and social, and these new facts, which the native will now come to know, exist only in action. They are the essence of the fight, which explodes the old colonial truce and reveals unexpected facets, which brings out new meanings and pinpoints the contradictions camouflaged by these facts. The people engaged in the struggle who became, who because of it command and know these facts go forward, freed from colonialism, and forewarned of all the attempts at mystification, inoculated against all national anthems, violence alone, violence committed by the people, violence organized and educated by its leaders, makes it possible for the masses to understand social truths and gives the key to them. Without that struggle, without that knowledge of the practice of action, there's nothing but a fancy dress parade and the blare of trumpets. There's nothing save a minimum of readaptation, a few reforms at the top, a flag waving, and down there at the bottom of the undivided masses, still living in the Middle Ages, endlessly marking time. Ho! So, let's let's do something we don't often kind of try and do here. Um, But let... So that's the end of chapter two. That's the end of chapter. That's the end of chapter two. Um, 
Uh, let's try. Let's try and kind of recap up to this point where we're at. So it's so where are we at up to this point. Okay. So I mean, obviously there was chapter one, which is on violence. Which well, is, no, obviously there was the preface, which is which is Sartre. Is, Sartre is yeah. Don't is is why people you need to listen to this, but also don't take this as something you need to, to worry about the intricacies from. Because obviously, if you take chapter two overly seriously as a white person, you could look at say Lebanon and then go, why? Well. Nasrallah is a sellout, and then all of a sudden you're buying the U.S.'s bullshit, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you do have to understand the limitations and that this is for colonized people. But you do have to know this theory, I mean, if you're going to side with the colonized, and we yes. damn well should, or we're not socialists. Uh, and then you get to the on violence part, which is, you know, I mean, because all they've ever been taught is violence, the only way out is violence. You know, colonizers being violent towards the colonized is an act of pillaging and aggression, and it's not justified. No, never. But colonized, being violent toward the colonizer, even when in an, in, in an isolated incident you can say, well, that's aggressive, it's always defensive. And it's always reci- it, it is always reciprocal up to the point of the violence of the colonizer. It's never going yes. to exceed that violence because, again, you don't have Algeria chasing France back to Paris. You simply want them out. You want yes. you want what was done undone, and you want your land back um, yes. as far as that can go. So, again, while if there was an indigenous... Let's, let's put this in the context of America. Let's say there was an indigenous uprising tomorrow. Yeah. Um, let's say... I mean... And I'm uh, well. Let's why? let's put it in the context of of the Western Hemisphere, right? Sure. We've been talking about uprisings in Haiti, so let's go back to Haiti's original independence and Dessalines. Woo! Well, that, was that the original one? I think that was like the second version of that. It. Was okay. That was. Yeah, I was about I mean, to it say. was really the third go round, but it's the, the was, first one that stuck. Okay. All right. I'll okay. Give it, it, to was, you. it was I'll tumultuous give it there for a little bit. It was. It okay. was an ups and down. And you have Dessalines, and Dessalines. Didn't didn't like he he traded with America. He was like I'm fine with white people. Uh, these damn French white people in Haiti um, need to get the fuck out or die. Yep. And he followed through on that. And yes, the reason did. he followed through on that is because every time they were trusted to have come over to the side of Haiti, uh, all of a sudden black people there were re-enslaved. And you're talking about you know brutal slave conditions, a life expectancy of 21 years old compared to you know most people who are in the 40s or 50s. It's just horrible horrible conditions and so you know you can see that and and if you don't know anything about anything you go oh that's a genocide it's absolutely not a genocide it's an act of defense it was a justified act of defense yes as a colonized person so i mean that's exactly what on violence is talking about and that's again you want to know why haiti right now can recognize the contradictions pretty easily and can see the u.s uh and is not chanting to just get rid of their leader but a chain to get rid of the u.s it's because they this is like their it's this concept of there's this concept of revolution that it is a it is always a cyclical thing until you get to the end point because you're sure. going to constantly be pushing. But again, Haiti in the Western Hemisphere, if there is anyone that can recognize colonial oppression mm-hmm. and can recognize the forms it takes and the the, the the concessions it tries to make to stay alive, it is Haiti. Oh, one hundred percent. It is yeah. Haiti. I mean, yeah. it was it, it is insanity. It um, is, is the original revolutionary people of the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean, Haiti. it was. I mean, Louis Vuitton got got his shit on. Yeah. Um, but again, that Dessalines violence. You know, we talk. We we kind of oh, it was a genocide. It, again, it is a it is a level of reciprocal violence up to what the colonizer had. And you mm-hmm. have to sometimes and, that timeline is very long. Yes. But you have to recognize again that those colonized people have been carrying those. Yeah. Carrying those scars and carrying that that weight. For generations, if there and I go back to the again, if there was an indigenous uprising tomorrow in 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 Washington, 
and indigenous people decide, you know, put together a militia. They've been doing it for months. We didn't know about it. No one invited us. That's fine. I, I get it. We're white. Yeah. We don't deserve to be there. But God damn it, just you know, call us. We'll, we'll come. Yeah. Um, and 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 slaughtered and you know just went out and 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 macheted down a whole bunch of people for no reason. Burned DC to the ground. Burned DC to the ground. Uh, uh, put Donald Trump's head on a pike and paraded it around. <laughs> That would not be excessive violence compared to what they were dealt to this point. Yeah, that no. would be. A, well, let's let's stick with indigenous people. And in, in, in one of the, the big dog whistles that's kind of driven is is the history of scalping. Oh yes. I, I mean, let's even remove the actual real history that that originated in Central Europe mm-hmm. and carried over to the Americas. Let's just pretend the white supremacist lie that it was started with indigenous yeah. people. Yeah. It, 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 there's not a damn scalped white person that that totals enough to overcome the fact that indigenous people have been ethnically cleansed off their land yeah. in the tens of millions. Uh, yeah, and I'm about to say at the same time, to- hands cut off. I mean, j- oh yeah, I, j- yeah. J- I mean, br- the amount of you know, and, and you look at the, the, the you can look at the small moments from like the hands cut off and things from Columbus to bigger things like Trail of Tears to subversive tactics like like the, the BIA and the slaughtering of bison and things like that. And this gets back to uh, fully, fully, please, please, please go listen to Bands of Turtle Island because their, yes. uh, their episodes on the uh, uh, Assimilation Acts and the, yeah. the, the, the Indian Extermination Acts, um, yeah. it, and it's, it's sort of – it's impossible to listen to. No, yeah. It's when I, I mean, when I say that, it is the hardest. But it's supposed to be hard to listen to because it is, imagine being being of the people that live through it, that, and that's that's what we have to understand. That's it is the most. I mean, again, it is it is hard to listen to on a on a level that I can't. And again, the way that yeah. the, listening to the those comrades try and cope with that and how you, it is literally one of those. Sure. You, you, I mean, you, they you, they feel it in the in, in inside themselves. You know, yeah. It it is. I mean, I, again, it is it is at a level that I can't even yes. touch on, yeah. and that's the level of I mean, it's that level of, of completely <coughs> into the fifties. Mm-hmm. We're committing a cultural genocide, yes, um, in our own country, and pretending like into that's the fifties. Okay. Boarding schools happen until the eighties. It's just so bad. It's so again, there is no. You have to look at history on that grand and, scale, and to say that we're not doing that genocide anymore is ridiculous, too. It, of course, but we are exactly we're, we're fully we're continuing thing, that genocide. Things things readapt, and part of that readaptation is as people come more aware. They fortunately do kind of scale down. That doesn't take the total scale away or mean they've stopped, though. And it doesn't mean it's okay if it's scaled down, just because it's more subtle. It, it can be surprisingly aggressive. You know, I mean, indigenous people are are the people most killed by police uh, at a per capita rate, even above black people. I mean, it's that bad. 100%. So. And so that being said. Yeah, and then, well, and, 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 I, and I'm not sure if we really totally reviewed Chapter 2. Chapter 2 had two themes that, that I want to touch on, too. So keep touching. Yeah. Um, you know, one, of course, is uh, the the disconnect of the, the city folk and the town folk. And we, we don't need to worry about East Coast and, and Midwest or, or city and town. We need to focus, of course, very much there on... Um, you know, race on, on, on whiteness and blackness in our own situation. You know, I mean, that that's really that's really what it is, is if 
you get this situation like the the DSA and, and they're like, well, why don't we have any black people in our ranks? And it's it's very much like like the city dwelling nationalist that the Fanon is talking about. You know, yeah. if you're not coming from the people, you're not connecting to the people, and you can't come down from high. But there is a certain segment that, of course, is going to be more politically educated too. And that's the other part of this chapter is you have to have to be politically educated. We brought up Occupy multiple times. Multiple. You know, uh, but we also look at the the future, you know, how reactionary people even now are, right? If people, if the masses aren't educated, things could pop off tomorrow. We could have the perfect party in place. Trump could just do the one thing, like the stock market crash one last time and it's enough and, and shit pops off everywhere, right? If people aren't politically educated... It, it's just going to serve reaction and you're going to see the white supremacists and their little like, you know, three percenters gun squad and their snake flags and stuff take take all the power. And the one good thing that that's good is is the uh, by and large, not totally, of course, you're not like you're going to talk to indigenous or black people. And they're going to be politically educated, you know, or, or something like that. But no. by and large, the classes of people that are more marginalized, trans people, uh, homeless people, black people, indigenous people are the most politically educated in our, our country. And they're they're the ones that are, are going to need to be in the leadership of parties. Uh, but there is still a lack of political education, a lack of party organization that's going to put us in a really bad spot if stuff popped off tomorrow. And we don't want to kick the can. We want revolution as soon as possible. You know, you don't want to sit there like... Like we talked about, you know, well, if Bernie happens, all of a sudden a bunch of people are going to go to sleep. Well, the issue isn't that Bernie happened. It's that a bunch of people weren't politically educated. We certainly want Bernie to happen over Trump. We just don't care enough to campaign or vote for that um, or fight for that or paper over his damn imperialist, you know, issues. We we are more hyper-focused on if people aren't politically educated, this isn't going to matter. You know, Trump is not going to make people more politically educated. Bernie is not going to make people revolutionary. We have to politically educate people no matter who is winning in these elections. Um, And and those are the two themes of the chapter. If people aren't politically educated, it's it's all going to disintegrate and serve reaction. And of course, you know, if if people – if there's a clear divide of an upper class and a lower class of decolonial revolutionaries – and that upper class is, is not it, – it's not a collaboration of education, then you better hope that it's the lower class that are politically educated or shit's going to be – run into problems. Yep. And that's uh, – that's that's your that's your catch-up point. That's mm-hmm. – that's this is a uh, – th- this is – I'm testing my own theory here that, that yeah. this is all listened to in a in a binge for the most part, <laughs> at least by chapters. And this is this is your nice, relaxing. Well, we don't binge when we record this, and we almost needed a recap, so I think yeah. that was still good to do. This is a nice, nice end to chapter two. Mm-hmm. Um, starting next week, we are going to start on chapter three. And is it, is there only three chapters, or is there a fourth chapter to this one that I've I believe on? there's five. You son of a bitch. I'm up to the table of contents. I'm, and a, check I'm just afraid you're right. Yeah, we're only on page 157, and there's 315 pages. We, yeah, got, we got a while to go. It's all on. We're never going to There finish he is. This I have found the table of contents. We're never going to finish this goddamn book. There is. There's the pitfalls of national consciousness. Yeah, we're doing that one. Then there's on national culture. Uh, okay. And then there is. I. Oh, God. I don't know how we're going to handle this fifth one because I don't know if that. If that is mental disorders, as in like 
Fanon's a psychologist and he's understanding the psychology of colonized people, or if that's some kind of weird ableist bent. We're gonna to have to look into. I don't think it is. I think that last one is like it was his like the case. psychology. I think it was. I think it was case studies. I think it was him showing. Gotcha. Remember when we did the intro way back when we talked about how Fanon did? Um, he, yeah, he, he he worked with both sides. He initially was hired by the by the French to yeah. work in French hospitals and treat French military okay. people. I think this is him showing the kinds of, of mental the, the, the things he saw in the field. Ah. Um, we'll have to get to that again as we get to it. Again, well, there's we, that, and then there's actually a conclusion, which I guess you can count a, as a sixth. Son of a goddamn. We're, all right, guys, yeah. we'll finish this book the eventually. The conclusion is only six pages. So thank we'll God. finish the book eventually. Um, we're, we're doing our best <laughs> to try and keep it keep it speedy when we Sometime can. Sometime this decade. Sometime this century, uh, there, there will be there will be <laughs> peace in our time. There will be communism in our time, and we'll finish Wretched of the Earth. But that's uh, right. It's a fucking important book, and we're not gonna take. I think we said it at the very beginning. We're it, not gonna it, short Fanon. We're, we we don't we don't have the right to short Fanon. We don't no. get to decide what was and what wasn't important in Fanon's work. Uh, that's part of being a white guy trying to analyze fucking Pan Africanism and decolonial theory is yeah. y- you need to let that breathe and let everyone else decide what the fuck to do with it. Yep. So that being said, we will see you all next week. Uh, hopefully when David is not dead. <laughs> In other news, uh, we, have a, we, have a, we have an email address. You can email us at uh, marksmadnesspod at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. Uh, that's at marksmadnesspod uh, on Twitter. We, we keep it consistent. Um, if you want to have real-time active dialogue with me, uh with me specifically, the easiest way to yeah, do it is... Yeah, I'm usually not active in the other social media things. No, no, you can come find me in the Dumb and Awful Discord. If you want to get David, um, don't DM us, because he apparently doesn't see them unless they're approved. So so go ahead and just get us on the timeline, and David will... That's how you, that's how you get David's attention. <laughs> or yell at me for David, and I'll yell at David for you. Um, that seems to be the way to the way to do it. Um, if you have a podcast, and you, you want people to come talk on your podcast, we'll come talk on your podcast. Um, we have, we have no, we have, unless your podcast is bad, if your podcast is bad, we won't come talk on your yeah. podcast, but if your podcast is good, we'll, we'll come talk on it. We are, yeah. we are, we are getting to be borderline professional guest talkers. Yeah. We could, we could be like, you know, I, I don't like these 10 things about the podcast, but overall I'm cool with it. But if it's like Chapo, we're like, no, fuck. Actually, no, that's a lie. And you know it. If, if Chapo called and said, you want to come on, we will come on and just platform we just be tanky. very angry. We will come on and platform tanky bullshit. If Joe Rogan calls me tomorrow and says, oh, come God on down, I'm going down. I'll go. You don't have to go. I'll go. I'll take this bullet, but I'll go give tanky bullshit to Joe Rogan. I don't give a shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're pretty easy to find. Uh, we don't have a Patreon. We'll never have a Patreon. We refuse to have a Patreon. We have a P.O. box. If you want to send me like bombs or something like that, I guess, fucking DM me for the P.O. box and we'll get we'll get that shit. This underway. entire overarching project of, of dragging Nathan through theorem has through theorem through theory has uh, has has awakened his political consciousness and killed his soul. Oh yeah, no, I'm done. He just said he'd go at Joe Fuck. I don't go. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. You're Come on. You have to be dead inside. You gotta go. Yes, I am dead inside. I'm dead inside for the revolution. I'll come in there and be an empty husk for the. Because Joe Rogan has. There's nothing going on upstairs. All that man is is a microphone and a vessel. He has no active brain activity. It's all been shot no. to shit with DMT or whatever else <laughs> MMA bullshit he's been doing. So Whoa, all it that's is. That's really deep. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's no. Wild. I could I could literally go on that's and get wild. him to agree that Stalin did nothing wrong in like 45 minutes. I'm convinced. It would not be be difficult um but that being said you know you know where to find us come hang out uh if we fucked something up tell us and we'll uh, we'll correct it next week during corrections uh that being said bye, bye.